Phoenix Down Radio is on the air. Welcome everybody to Phoenix Down Radio, episode number 113. I'm your host, Klaus Nightbringer, and joining me today we have a ragtag bag of lo- of lollafells. That's what I was trying to say, and it didn't seem right, but that's exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> joining me tonight, we have our friend Chili. Hi, Chili. How's it going? Not too bad. Thank you. How about you? Oh, I'm doing well. And we also have from Gather Together uh, one Yelta Sumasu. Yelta, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hi, thanks for having me on. Uh, um, Talis is celebrating um, his... Uh, leaving the u.s and heading over to japan uh with friends so they are uh partying up tonight um wish we could be joining him uh, we wish him uh, a safe trip on the 28th and sarah is just uh not feeling well tonight so uh he's taking the night off and uh taking care of himself so uh these two were uh, kind enough to Join me on short notice. So again, my my most sincere thanks to both of you for jumping in. Anyone else be giving the say apologies? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I want to wish a belated happy birthday to Chili. You had your birthday Yay. last week. Thank you. And oh, happy birthday! You Thank had you. a uh, pretty amazing um, birthday meal. I thought. Yeah. 12 ounce ribeye steak with chips and peppercorn sauce. It was delicious. And it was free. And it was free. Yay. <laughs> Thank you, Brewers Fair, for giving everyone free meals on your birthday. That's- oh, yeah. I saw that tweet. That yeah. looked delicious. Yeah. yeah. What's what's up? Go ahead. Now, if you if you register your birthday, it's free. And you can register two mates onto the card and they get free desserts. Well, that's kind of well. nice. Yeah. Do they ship to the US? Thank you, Rory. <laughs> It'd be cheaper just to buy the steak at a restaurant. Mm. But, Even uh, if the steak was free, by the time you had the shipping cost. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we don't have many restaurants that'll give you a full whatever you want off the menu for free for your birthday. Yeah. Um, I think this I, is the only place that I know that does that. He said the only thing that I can think of is like um, uh, Qdoba around here. If you're a member of their club, they'll get you'll get a free meal your birthday month. But uh, you know, it's it's a burrito. I mean, it's yeah. it's good, but it's not a steak. I've yeah. still never eaten there. Is it any good? Have you, have you had Chipotle before? Yeah. It's like that, except you get free guac. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you like guac, especially, then yeah, yeah. I still want to try Taco Bell one day. I know we got one. In, we've got some in England now, and I'm gonna go to York to try it one day, maybe. Eh, I don't know. It's not worth a special trip if you happen to be around one, maybe, but. No, I'm not near one. I, but it's also near the cinema, and I want to go see Birds of Prey next month. So, well, then maybe it might be a, a you know, prepare for a disappointment. <laughs> oh wait, I'm, I'm British. That's my normal state of mind. <laughs> well, you're not wrong, but um, like I said, it, I, I, it, I would be more up for a Baconator personally. But we don't even have those here. So. You don't have Wendy's there. No. Why do you think I was so excited last time I was in America to finally have one? Oh, I thought maybe it was just a similar deal where you had to go to like London or something. No, we've got we've got watch it those Chipotle Chip Chipotle. I can't say Chipotle. 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 We've got no, 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 just like Taco Bell, right? There was I think there's more now in England. Yeah, now that's franchised. 
But first, when they first opened up, they had they made open up two stores, right? Mm-hmm. They were both in London, and they were both like a street away from each other. That's great planning. <laughs> you know, I wonder what those guys were thinking. It must have been like. <laughs> Same with the Taco Bell. They opened up in I think it was um, like Essex, and there was only three opened, and all the three were in Essex. I'm like, England's a big place. But one is Capra. Well, it's bigger than, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, but still, it's like, what the heck, people? Come on. Spread out, spread yeah. the love a little bit. But we do have a Hooters. There is one <laughs> in um, Nottingham. You know, where Robin Hood's from. There's a Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Lovely. I've not been to there yet, though. I'm too cheap to travel that far. Oh, I have been tempted. Because you want to try the chicken wings, right? Yeah. I've been since I was 18. So. All right. That was too many years ago. All right. Um, a little bit more show news. Um, and we're going to, we're announcing it for the first time right here, right now. Uh, Phoenix Down Radio will be hosting another Minnesota get together. And we have invited Miss Yelta from Gather Together to, to join me. And we will be going to a, a place where we'll be channeling our inner warriors and doing some axe throwing out at Victoria Borough. Now, this is going to be happening on Saturday, March 7th. Um, haven't figured out the time quite yet, but we're announcing it now so we can uh, try and get, see who's interested so we can make the reservations and get uh, a lane or two for axe throwing reserved. Um, if we reserve it ahead of time, we'll be able to do it for $20 per person. And that's going to be for an hour of axe throwing. Um, and if axe throwing isn't your thing, there's also going to be plenty of food and drink. There's mini golf, video games, and hopefully plenty of socializing with other Final Fantasy fans. So if you're interested, uh, you can uh, contact us, podcast at phoenixstarradio.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at uh, phxdn underscore k-l-a-u-s-s or on the show um, account at phxdn radio. And let me know so I have an idea of who would be interested in going. Now, I've never done axe throwing personally, but I think it's going to be an amazing time. I have done axe throwing before, and it is uh, it is a hoot. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. It, uh, it, it's, it, it's, I've seen it done quite a bit, and it's, it, it looks like a lot of fun. You know, just you, you take your little hatchet, and it's just, wow. And just seeing it hit the wood on the, on the, on the wall just looks satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rory in the chat saying, an axe in my hands, look out! <laughs> yeah, and, and it's going to be a lot nicer because there's actually going to be parking there. If you joined us for Up Down, that was a nightmare. It was not. It was pouring rain, mm -hmm. and there wasn't much parking, and it was all metered pay parking, too. So we were like getting soaked trying to figure out how to put money in the machine. Yeah. Poor Nick. But Nar. was it as bad as that first fan fest where you had to walk to the sushi place? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but I mean, I'm we, so happy I skipped that. It was, but the, 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 part, the best part about that was actually the, the walk there. We had a really fun discussion with everybody. And we all got to talk, you know, because it took us about half an hour to make that walk. Yeah. But, um... Again, I'm going to go over a response with, I'm still happy I skipped that. <laughs> well, I might, might try sushi next fan fest. 
So well, I've never tried sushi. We'll have to see what's coming of that. You know, depending on where we're going to be at, you know, it's going to definitely tell us uh, whether or not, you know, where we're going to go for that. I'm benefit. hoping for LA because I was looking at the prices and they're cheap. We'll see what what, what comes of that. Um, all right. So, like I said, let me know ahead of time. I want to try and get reservations in probably at least two weeks in advance to make sure that we can uh, squeeze in there because Saturday nights are usually pretty busy around here. So, um, let's let's hopefully have an amazing time. And because, uh, like I said, the up down event was a lot of fun. So I'm hoping we can uh, make this a regular thing and do it a couple of times a year. All right, so some, some gaming community news. Um, for those of you who played the Mobius Final Fantasy game either on mobile or on Steam, uh, you may have seen that the uh, service will be ending on June 30th. So they're no longer going to be uh, supporting that game actively at, after that. Um, when I read through the article they're talking about, um, they're saying that they're going to continue to uh, uh, provide updates and in-game events up to that point and finish the story that they're working on, the Warrior of Despair. Um, but uh, the service will be ending at the end of June. Um, and uh, they really haven't said if there's going to be like a, a single-player offline version available maybe, but um, I'm not sure if it, it ran its course, if it just no longer is profitable, or it's what the It's no longer is. profitable. It was one of the lowest profits they could they had for a fantasy mobile title, if I'm rightly. But I will say it was probably one of the most fun games that I ever played when I was playing it. So yeah, if you want a chance to play it, then you're going to have to do it now. Yeah. Um. But I, I, I will say it was also... It was one of those games where you could easily spend a lot of money to try and get the different cards and effects for it. Yeah. So... I guess it wasn't making the money, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've definitely got other games that have been more profitable. And But uh, if you enjoyed that game, try and get your last uh, hurrahs in before it ends on the 30th. If you're in Japan, I think it already ends this month. Mm, so, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's why it's taking a little bit longer for it to end for Global, because they want to make sure that the event that's already out in Japan is released here so we don't miss it. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's usually about three months behind. Uh, some other Final Fantasy news. The Final Fantasy VII Remake has been delayed until April 10th. Um, I, I saw this initially on Twitter, but uh, they, uh, they posted a note from uh, the director Yoshinori Katase. It says, We know that so many of you are looking forward to the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake and have been waiting patiently to experience what we have been working on. In order to ensure we deliver a game that is in line with our vision and the quality that our fans who have been waiting deserve, We've decided to move the release date to April 10th, 2020. We're making this tough decision in order to give ourselves a few weeks to apply final polish to the game and to deliver you with the best possible experience. I, on behalf of the whole team, want to apologize to everyone as I know this means waiting for the game just a little bit longer. Thank you for your patience and continued support. Now, five weeks isn't that bad. But no. on, nah. on the flip side, where's that demo? Okay, I give you that. I was gonna say I'd rather they, I'd rather they delay five, six weeks, whatever, so the rollout is clean and they don't get that bad initial ding. But yeah, like like that, what happened with fifteen? 
Yeah, but a demo, a demo would be welcome. I mean, yeah. And and people are usually more understanding, I guess, maybe if the demo has still got a couple of bugs in it. We reported on the placeholder for the demo back in December. Yeah. It was put, that, yeah, it was put into the square or to the the uh, Sony PlayStation store um back in December and uh yeah, nothing has come of it yet. So, come on I guys. I wouldn't be surprised with all the leaks that happened that when we do get this demo, it's actually going to be the only demo we ever get. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, you most games only have one demo. Like no, I'm this. just saying the parts. Yeah, for like part two, I don't think oh. we'll get a demo for part mm. two. Uh, There's been too many major leaks from part one. Well, I guess I'm where I'm curious is to where did the leak come from? Because most of the time when people um, played this demo, it was at game shows like uh, TGS or uh, Gamescom. Or... Some people were able to grab the demo off the PlayStation Store before it got taken down. Did it actually get put there? Yeah, yeah, it got put there. Hmm, interesting. Oh. I. Why yeah, am the I never awake for that the, shit? <laughs> not on the PlayStation Store itself, but someone, mm. you know, the, where they found the leaked information? Uh, you know, where they found the leaked details via, you know, the basically they've got a sister program on some of these trophy websites where it scans to see whenever Sony updates the store in the back end, mm -hmm. so it can grab the trophies. Uh, someone um, grabbed and found the data for the Final Fantasy VII demo, uh, but actually was completely there, and they, they, when they grabbed the trophy data, they grabbed the IP address and was able to download it that way. Oh, so that that actually yeah. was... A, uh, basically, they, they kind of uh, yeah forced their way into it illegally. Yeah. So, mm. and then, of course, data mining and all that lot, so... Well, then it sounds but, like they need to up their security. Oh, yeah, Sony have screwed up a few times with that. Mm. Um but that's why I, said, I that's why I'm worried that this will probably be the last time we'll get a public demo for these games like this because it really ruined a lot of the plot because a lot of it got leaked. Yeah, I, I tried I made sure to avoid that because I want to I I know they're adding new bits of story to this part of it because they're yeah. they're trying to really flesh out the whole Midgard. Um, well, like with section. what I do, I kind of had to cover some of it, so I mm. couldn't exactly you couldn't exactly ignore the leaks. Yeah, I, I guess, but uh, but that poor guy over at Sony, he's probably feeling. <laughs> Got to try fit him in somewhere. Um, but just a couple of days ago, uh, or actually maybe even yesterday, Sony released this regarding pre-orders from the North American SE store. Uh, for our fans in the United States who have pre-ordered Final Fantasy VII Remake from the Square Enix store. Due to the release date change to April 10th, you must opt in by February 28th for your order to not be canceled. To confirm your order, please check an email from Square Enix on this topic and then click the link in the email to be taken to a web page to opt in. If you do not opt in to keep your pre-order by February 28th, your pre-order will automatically be canceled. We will not be able to reinstate your pre-order based on limited quantities available. Now that's bullshit. That's crap. 100% <laughs> bullshit. That's the other reason why I pre-ordered from Amazon. Well, that and the fact that it was $10 cheaper. But, uh, Chili, you, you had mentioned earlier on the pre-show, or maybe before we started streaming, that uh, um, the UK and other places have it very different. Yeah, I got. Uh, I checked my emails afterwards because I panicked because I got the email and read it. I'm, good, I'm just checking it now just to make you know, so I can say it. Um... 
I panicked because people were like, oh, um, you're going to have to click this button. And I was like, oh, crap, I better go to my emails and click that button. And I nearly clicked it because of all the uh, the fact that North America, you have to click it to keep your your order. Mm -hmm. But if you're outside of the U.S., by the way, anywhere outside the U.S., this is for non-U.S. customers. So U.S. is the only one to do it the other way around. Uh, If you click it, it cancels your order. So... Yeah, we want it up to you that the restart of the game has changed from 3rd of March 2020 to 10th of April 2020. You do not need to do anything if you wish to keep the order. However, you would like to cancel it, click here. See, that's the way it should be. 100%. Yeah. You should not have to opt in to keep your order. I mean, I understand that a few people may want to cancel, and that's yeah. up to them to, to go through and actually make the cancellation if they don't want to wait an extra five weeks. But making it mandatory to opt back in that's bullshit oh, yeah. that's terrible and also the i don't know i guess it's in america as well but the payment processing will start february 28th yes uh, and they'll send out reminder emails on 20th of february yep and if it doesn't go through them the first time they will continue to try and process so yeah that is one thing they've gotten better at because it used to be that if it didn't go through the first time it would be automatically canceled yeah, I had an order, a pre-order canceled because I it was less than it was about twenty-four hours, and I was like, "Oh, I'll do it tomorrow," and then it was like, "Oh, it's canceled." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, that's part of the reason why I don't do much shopping through the uh, the SE store anymore. It's just been too much of a headache, and the shipping is terrible. Mm. I've never, well, I say that no an issue, but Storm Shadowbringers, I did have a problem because. Um, I bought, I again I bought the collector's edition of that, mm-hmm. and I've got a gate at the back of my flat, um, and I have to tell people, uh, you know, people have to contact me when they're arriving or something like that for mm-hmm. me to open it, and they supposedly left a card outside saying that I missed the parcel, uh, but because it's outside in the wind, the card just blew away. Oh no! So luckily, I I got an email saying you missed the parcel. This is the code. So I walked into town and got it. If it wasn't for that, I'd, I'd, I'd probably never got it. Yeah, that's because they just stuck it to like the side of the or I mean, you, fence. you may have contacted them in a, after a couple of days, being like, "Hey, this said this was delivered. What's going on here?" Or oh this... yeah, I would have, but you know, it's. I will say that most I... delivery places have gotten a lot better. You know, now that we have technology to help us track orders oh, yeah. and uh, you know where they're at and all that. So yeah, especially as I said, I've got a gate at the front that's locked by a password and a gate at the front that's always locked by key. It's nice having a trap, being able to trap them, so I can just head out before they arrive. Yeah. So Chili's that's one benefit of working at home. <laughs> Chili is. Yeah, I do actually. Any time I get a parcel and it's like, you'll be delivered. But this time I'm just sat there with the phone app going, "Yes, drive, turn left. Yes, <laughs> left again. Soon, you're mine." <laughs> Damn it, Chili. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's We're here. A... I'm like, yes, I know. <laughs> I've been watching you. Yes. I saw what you did last delivery. <laughs> that was sloppy. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Um, come on. Sloppy. You've got me here. I- I'm. Yeah. Hum- sloppy. 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 <laughs> that was oh funny. That was All so right. Terrifying. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Um, yeah, Meg Ryan is terrifying, you right. There was a recent interview um, from uh, TrustedReviews.com with uh, uh, Yoshida, 
uh, talking about Shadowbringers, Xbox, and rebuilding A Realm Reborn. I will put that in the show notes here, or in, in the Twitch chat. Um, our friend over at work to game Brian, did a video review on this, and uh, it was quite an interesting uh, article. Uh, he talks a little bit about, um, you know, they want to bring um, 14 over to the Xbox. I mean, they've been in talks with Phil Spencer about that for a while, and it's been rumored since, what, about last summer that they really want to get it over yeah. there? I mean, especially with the new um, Xbox Series X coming out, which is basically just a, another PC. So, I mean, we already have a PC version of the game. How hard is it going to be to actually get it to work on the Xbox, right? Um, but they, they talk about, um, you know, one of the big reasons why it's not on the Xbox is how badly the Xbox did in Japan. Oh. Um, the fact that, you know, when the Xbox One launched in Japan, there were no TV commercials or advertisements. Um, well, the Xbox One was one of the worst launches of all time when it comes to outside of America, because they literally um, called. They said they like basically called them like, "Oh, America is band A, Europe is band B, Japan is that, and so forth." Based on you know different releases. Yeah, they didn't just worldwide release it. They're like, "Oh, you're." The best customers, we're getting to serve it to you first. But you, Europeans and Japanese players, you get it last. You get you get in between those because you're okay, you're cool. But Europe <laughs> <laughs> Well no, because UK and North America pretty much are the the basis of sales for Xbox. Mm. Outside of UK and North America they don't really sell. Yeah. And even then, the UK only buys it when it's the cheapest console. Which it really that's hasn't it. been, has it? No. no, not really. That's why it's only sold. I think the last total, because it's uh, someone shared me a link of the sales of this gen, and it's crazy. Yeah, I heard what uh, PlayStation Four was over a hundred million. It was like a hundred and six million. Yeah, hundred and six million. And I think Xbox was at like thirty or forty million. Forty-two million. And then the Switch I was think. at thirty million. No, the Switch is actually higher now. Oh, it is now. Okay. So the Switch uh, the, is almost uh, beating the Xbox? No, it's beating it. Xbox One's 41 billion. Switch is at 42. <laughs> wow. And the Switch has only been out for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, they pushed their non-gaming aspects of the Xbox too hard and connect. Which is funny because that's what I mainly use my PlayStation for is the non-gaming aspects. Yeah, but it's not. It's not the. That's not what they advertise it for. They're like, oh, it's gaming, but it also yeah. does this. Yeah. Whereas Xbox was like, this is your home, your your new media center, and it also plays games. Yeah, like there's yeah. a rumor that so Sony have patented a feature where basically you paint picture in picture, so that if you're playing a game, you can actually have Netflix in the bottom right in the small screen. Hmm, interesting. So, but I, again, this is it's patent and it's rumored for the PS5, but. Until we actually know the features, it's still rumors. Yeah, and I, I don't think that it helped, you know, when uh, the the 360 had so many failures. It made people really second-guess mm -hmm. the quality of the Microsoft product, I think. But uh, Yep, I, I was uh, scared to buy one, and uh, I bought one, and, and we eventually bought two, but... Yeah, it does, it does scare you off when you have this expensive piece of equipment, and it might just stop working. Yeah. If anyone wants to know, the Xbox 360 ended 
uh, 85 million sold. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's not bad, but I mean, it's still... Yeah. It, it's ahead of the, the PS3, I believe. No, PS3 ended with 88. Oh, really? So, it, but it was close. Yeah. But it's still far behind the PS4 and the PS2. Yeah, PS2 is still, still the in o the lead. Over 120 million? 159. Okay, where do you get all these numbers, Chili? Are you pulling them out of your butt again? <laughs> no, I'm looking at this picture from IGN. Oh, I, IGN's actually a good source for that stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, Nick, there, I end up with all of them, too. And sometimes a couple of each. It depends on... Well, remember the PS2 lasted forever, though. Yeah, and I was yes. talking to someone earlier about that, and really, I would say maybe thirty to forty million PS2s were probably never actually used for games. At least in the UK, I found that the PS2 was cheaper than buying a DVD player when yeah. it launched. It was at, so, it was my first regular use DVD player, and I've actually now had two PS2s because the first one, the uh, the laser, decided to go a little bit wonky, yeah. and I had to buy a new one just before the. Uh, the FF11 beta test because it wouldn't read the disc. <laughs> and yeah, and it, no, I also own a PS TV. I don't own a Steam box. No, mm -hmm. all I have, I've got a PS2, PS3, PS4, and a number of PCs. I but, have a PS1. Well, I'm not talking about all my other consoles, but for Sony wise, I have PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, Pocket Station, a PSP, a Vita, and a PS TV. I have a, I have a I Vita as well. I paid so much to import that Pocket Station. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Pocket Station was a little device you could plug into your PS1, and it had a little screen on it. Yeah, didn't they have uh, a little game like, that yeah. worked with Final Fantasy uh, VIII, a little chocobo yeah, dungeon? Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII. Yep. Yeah, it was the only way to unlock two summons in the game. They were locked, locked behind it. Yeah, I never had that. Uh, if you have the Steam me. version, though, you can do it. Oh, yeah, I do have the Steam version. I think it comes with it, so... Yeah, Steam version does come with it. Cool. So, yeah, that, that interview sure was a thing. It was. <laughs> if you want to read up more on it, uh, please do. Um, I still say it won't be till next year. We'll have to see. I mean, I think the biggest thing that they want to make sure to get the uh, um, the A Realm Reborn quests uh, compacted yeah. a bit to, so that yeah. way the new players aren't all, you know, sitting there and getting bored of it and just quitting because it was a slog. Even for us that played so, through it as it went. So one second, if the next patch is February eighteenth, right? Probably. Well, we say that. Probably. Probably. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that would mean that five point three should be June, right? Yeah. June, June, mid, mid to late June. Mid, mid to late June. So maybe as a launch title for the Xbox S E X. It's my sex box, and her name is Sony. <laughs> Look, it's the Xbox. All the Xbox. What have you got? Series X, sex. <laughs> Just like we've got the Xbox Sad, the Xbox S, all digital. Yeah. Yeah. The sad sex. <laughs> <sighs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right, yes. speaking of, you know, patch 5.2, we're actually going to have a live letter uh, coming out uh, Thursday, February 6th at 3 a.m. Um, the butt crack of, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be watching it on the drive-in, or listening to it, actually. 
Um, I was going to say, you better not be watching. Mama Yelta says, don't watch videos of Drive. <laughs> no, I, I, I usually have it played through the audio in my car so I can listen to it yeah. as I'm going. Yeah. And, uh, and it stops since I can glance down and look. And by the way, for me, it'll be 11 a.m. GMT. Yep. Um, so the topics will be patch 5.2 preview part two and uh, miscellaneous announcements with the miscellaneous hopefully leaning a lot towards FanFest. Well, they announced last event that there'll be more about FanFest in the next part. So. Yeah. So I'm hoping we'll get dates, locations, locations. and uh, maybe a time when the tickets will be going on sale. We may not get that uh, that one yet, but... Um, no, I think we will. They don't be announced all at the same time, don't they? Well, they'll, they'll t- probably tell us to watch for an email um, to opt in or something like that to be able mm-hmm. to get a code. So make sure ahead of time, go out to your MogStation um, account and make sure that you are opting in to promotional emails. Otherwise, you yeah, will I've, not see it. I've never got one ever, even though I get all the other emails. Yeah, you need to make sure to watch for that. And start planning, um, you know, people to uh, work with to get your tickets. Because, yeah, we've uh, already got a little group on in Discord. So I can uh, safely assume that uh, Yelta is going to FanFest, wherever uh, it is? That, that is the plan. Uh, I know Ulf and I have t- spoken about it, and we would very much like to go. So hopefully. Yeah, definitely. We're, hopefully we get tickets. We're making the... We're, we're planning to go as well. Um... Probably going to do the drive thing again, just because mm-hmm. it's so much nicer. Oh, Oaf loves driving, so I'm sure we will. And plane tickets are so fucking expensive. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I would say expensive, but they're not. Well. Expense is relative. Well, for you, you really don't have much of a choice, Chili. If you want <laughs> to come to a NA Fan Fest. You know, I will you, drive there. <laughs> you will either have to uh, um, build a boat. Um. <laughs> You know, get on the the, the the Titanic 2020, maybe. Yes. <laughs> or um, you, you, you grow wings yourself. Or get on a plane. So yeah, for you, you don't. There's not much choice. But you know, here we can. We do have the well, option I'm just to saying, drive. The prices of planes in England are stupid compared to like everything else. Yeah. I've uh, brought this up so many times before, but London would cost me 150 pounds to get down to if I'm not taking a bus, right? Okay. Boston, because well, I was looking at all the different places it could be. I've heard like Boston, LA, and all that lot. Okay. Yeah. Boston would be two hundred and fifty pounds. That's a little yeah, the hundred dollars difference to go like f- seven times the distance. And LA would be two hundred and seventy. <laughs> wow, that that's nuts. I mean, that's the, what we would pay for a <laughs> ticket. Yeah. And and we're ha- and we're only halfway across the country. Vegas was like three hundred and fifty. That's weird. Usually, Vegas is cheap for Vegas us. Vegas is usually cheap, and that's yeah. why I assumed it was there. Cheap yeah. hotels, cheap flights. Yeah, but but I, still, three hundred fifty. When you think of every, you know, the, the connection to all the other prices. Yeah. Uh, yes, Nicknar. I will tell you where to do that. Actually, maybe we could do that as a little bit of a PSA. So let me do it as yeah. I'm signing in here. So if you go to your Mog Station account, I'm just gonna Google Mog Station here. Um, so. No, also, tip for anyone that's looking for, Sorry, there's a there's one here. No, yeah. no go ahead, Chili. A tip for anyone that is looking for flights. There's two tips I'm going to give you, right? 
First, it's always cheaper to book from the country itself than booking from your own country. If you're flying internationally. Yeah. So if I'm flying to America, it's actually cheaper to to book in as an from an American website than it is booking from the UK website. Mm-hmm. Um, so you use a VPN for that. Yeah. Um, also, if you keep Googling and searching for prices, it will actually increase the cost of the flights. That is correct. So once you have found the flight you want to go to and you've found a decent price, start doing using incognito mode because then you'll get the prices without the inflation. Yes. Yeah, it's the same for all those hotel booking ones too. Once yep. they start seeing someone's interested yeah. in it, they start jacking the price up. Yep, so use incognito Little mode, use a, a VPN, something like that to mask your your identity enough. I'm not going to say which VPN because I'm not going to promote any because it's up to you to choose which no, one exa- you want. Exactly. Unless they want to come and give me a code, in which case <laughs> or, I will promote us, your Moogle or... Go Around Radio. <laughs> yeah. Come at me, Tunnel Bear. Okay, I'm not finding it right now. I'll I'll do some research to find it for you, Nicknar, and we'll 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 post about it. We'll maybe tweet about it after the show sometime. So watch for that. We'll help you guys get signed up for that. So you make sure to get it. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Now, I I heard you and Ruby talking about this on Gather Together. Um, you were th- still thinking Vegas at the time, but I they basically announced that it's not going to be there because it's not big enough. Yeah. Yep. Now. Yep. With that knowledge in mind now, Yelta, where do you think it will be? And also, where would you like to see it at? Besides Ugh. Minneapolis, of course. At, at, at the <laughs> yeah, convention center. That'd be amazing. Minneapolis convention no, because it's too expensive to fly there. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, and we're a pretty major airport up here, but it's apparently expensive to drive or to fly up here is what I have heard. Yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Yeah. It would be a grand for me to fly there. Ouch. Ouch. That's... yeah. Well, we'll book you. Maybe oh, we can book the flight on this yeah. end and make it cheaper. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> that what I'm they had to do to get you to Vegas last time? No, I booked it from my end. I found a really cheap flight. Oh, okay. But anyway, well, I, found, I did find a cheaper flight, but then I looked at the small print, and then it, it's like you can you can't bring a bag. You got to pay extra for the bag. Mm. Yeah. That's by the time you pay extra for the bag, it was mm-hmm. more expensive than the other flight. It's the other reason why I don't want to fly because bags, and I might I, might, I want to do some cosplay. But anyway, Yelta. Um, yeah. Where do you think? I, you know, I don't have any idea. I don't have any idea what venues and different places would be good. I have heard that if if they want if they wanted to do it in California, that there's some good venues and that are of reasonable size and uh, reasonable <clears throat> hotel accommodations around. It would be nice if it's somewhere I can drive to relatively easily, mm-hmm. and it probably will be. And then you know somewhere that has. You know, some restaurants that don't close at nine. That would be nice <laughs> yeah, too. Definitely. No, because yeah. that's what we were. But like the first week, the first time we were in Vegas, it got to be like ten o'clock, and we're like, "Wow, we're all hungry," and everything. We couldn't find any food yeah, that we for, wanted for the city that never sleeps. Uh-huh. What the fuck, Vegas? Did you did you have that same problem? Yes, we did. I, all I, the little I, I was like, closed. "This cannot be real." No, yeah. it's, like maybe the first year when I wanted baconator. And I found one Wendy's and it was closed at like 9 p.m. I'm like, why? I'm like, this is Las Vegas. Yeah. We should be hungry. And, and, and not for love, no money. I mean, there was, I, we were like, okay, maybe some, maybe something, you know, even, you know, higher, higher price will deliver. No, nothing. Even the hotel restaurants were closing at nine, 10 o'clock. Yeah. The only things that were staying open were the bars. Yeah. 
and yeah, they so- didn't have much for food options most <laughs> of the time. So, yeah, that would be my my uh, Jello request. shots. Jello shots. Yeah. Jello shots are a food item. Well, okay. technically food. <laughs> technically, I suppose. <laughs> Oh my but, goodness! Yeah, I mean, no, I don't know. I don't. I don't know any specific locations, and uh, Oval Drive anywhere. So I'm not really concerned about where it's at for that. Yeah, it's just it's just the, how the many days it... we have to take out work. Exactly. Yeah, because we when we d- drove Vegas in 2016, we took turns and we made we went straight through, um, starting at I think what was it, uh, midnight on Wednesday, and we drove through. And we we hit Vegas at about uh, 5 a.m. on Thursday. Mm-hmm. We did not go straight through. We stopped a few times, but we also missed a lot of stuff. Like Ruby was like, "Where are you? Everybody's here," and it's like, that, oh, yeah, you know. we had that pre meet up with uh, the, the She Heals I Tank guys, and uh, yeah. Ruby was there, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Some, yeah, and, I flew for 16 hours and took two different stops. And boy, were his <laughs> arms tired. Yeah, and for some it. reason, my flights went past Vegas and then back again. <laughs> <sighs> I went to Detroit and LA and then to Vegas. Wow. The last I'm time like... or 2016? Uh, last time. Okay. Well, I mean, sometimes, you know, you guys get the better deals if you have certain connections you take like that. Yeah. But the direct flights. No, it wasn't get... Detroit. Sorry, no, it's Philadelphia. Mm. Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. Wow. LA. Did you, did you wave to a Rory? Uh, I, I wish I, I wanted to get a Philly cheesesteak, but I couldn't really. I didn't know. I didn't have much time on my connection. Yeah, that's the worst. Well, I, I did. I didn't, sure to say, but by the time I got there, I delayed the flight like half an hour. Like, well, I could have eaten. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I didn't eat on the flight because of my allergy and I panicked too much. I mean, it makes sense. You, you need to be yeah. safe. All right, so I'm making mental notes to look up that information for people so they can get opted in. Let, let's go ahead and continue on. Um, so, Valentine's Day is starting next week. Wednesday, January 29th. Now, this is going to be a very different event from what I'm seeing. Um, it's going to be three weeks long. Uh, the well, it's fir- longer than that, really. Well, three-ish weeks, three-plus weeks, yeah. let's call it. Um, so the first week, we're basically be voting for one of three emissaries of our door. Um, the, 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 the emissaries of love. Um, and uh, depending on who wins is going to depend, or who you vote for will depend on what reward you get. Um, the gear's all the same. It's just going to be colored differently. Uh, depending on who you vote yeah, for. Yeah, and they have different names too, which surprised me that they were actually three different named pieces too. I actually know they are all named. Uh, oh wait, no, names. they are different. Yeah, it's, they are. it's the Forget Me yeah. Not, the Acacia, and then just the Rose. So yeah. Yeah. You're right. I did. For, I did notice that, but you can dye them to be the same color as all the others, or if you're like me, you just dye it black. Well, they, and they even provided us what dyes to use to get the look of the other ones. Yep. So, which is kind of neat. Um, so yeah, the first looks like ten days. It's going to be the voting period, and then the next uh, week and a half is going to be or eight days, I guess it is. So just under two weeks or three weeks, it looks like will be the results time. So, on top of the the gear that you'll be able to get, there's also going to be a dyeable 
chocolate fountain. Yay! That looks like it dies very interestingly. Yeah, because they, they show a chocolate one, and then next set they show it like a like a, a strawberry uh, chocolate they fountain. It also changes stuff in the background, but I don't know if that... I think that's something else. Because look, there's fruit and stuff behind it in the strawberry one, but there's no fruit in the chocolate one. Yeah, it's there. It's turned around. Uh, Ruby and I did a very thorough examination of this image, and there are other things on that table, not just the fountain. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So the 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 strawberry, if you look very closely, they're basically um yeah the one is turned about seventy degrees, so it's uh the the tray is actually Ah. behind it. But um, it's it's the fountain, the cup with the little sticks in it, and then the little the little cup next to that, and then the little fruit tray. Yep. Okay. The, the, the plates and the uh, that's like a cornucopia or something. It, it's that uh, big and that fruit, pie is um, something else. Yeah, yeah. And, and those already exist in game. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's not every. Yeah, the item is only the the the, the fountain and the tray and th- two cups. But it looks neat. Um yeah. I'll probably be getting a couple of them for the house. Same. But uh, yeah, I'm I mean, little bar downstairs. What? It's two very different sets of gear that we're going to be getting, though. Now, I know a lot of people have been asking for one unisex um, glamour set. Um, But what do you think of the two different styles? Whoever wants to speak up. Don't both jump on it. I think the dress is really cute. I think the tights are really cute. And, you know, the difference, of course, I think the hats are atrocious. Uh, I, I I know a lot of people who want to have the um, res- the restrictions, the gender restrictions taken off. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of girls would probably very much enjoy that um, that vest. Yeah, we that vest have very is many dapper. vests for females. Yeah. yeah. You know, and guys, guys can... You know, guys can wear dresses and tights too. I don't care. But yeah, I, I told think my people... wife that I'm not getting another anniversary of our wedding until I can wear the dress. <laughs> uh, I don't really have. Uh, I think I think it's gonna. I think it's cute, and I think it dies in a very interesting way. But uh, I think people forget that it's not like they're purposely, you know, putting a a setting a flag to gender locked and then rolling it out. They, you know, they 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 have to actually model for the other sexes Mm -hmm. to unlock the genders people are acting like they've just chosen to click the box that says only males and that's not true they they do have a thread on the forum Mm -hmm. and they do encourage people to if you want tell us which ones you want the most will they have been slowly working on unlocking other ones i mean but it's not it's just not their default their default is they don't male and a female the the body wire models that they use to uh design the gear to fit around um, I mean, it, it, each one of them is, is different enough that it requires a lot of attention to detail to change it so it fits right around that, that w- wireframe model. So, like, I'm going to say something that's going to get a lot of anger, and I can't wait to say this, but um, imagine if they just released non-gendered versions for Lalafels. A lot of Lalafel clothing is uh, male Lalafel. A lot of the stuff yeah. I wear doesn't have a female yeah. uh, component, if you go look at the files. Yeah. yeah. But uh, or imagine if you're a Viera or a Hrothgar, you can't wear the head anyway. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's yeah. why they, maybe that's why it's trash. 
Hey, I like the hat. So, and and, and, and that hat. might, you know, it's, it's definitely a uh, style or a taste thing. Yeah. I just think they're ugly. Yeah, that's I, my I agree. personal. I, I, <laughs> the hat is pretty. I like it. it suits the outfit. Uh, look I, like a jockey. I'm gonna look like a little yeah, jockey. Look like a little jockey. That's what she said. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so that's coming up starting next week. And uh, I think we have to wait until the uh, voting is done to get our rewards. It I mean, it's really no say. Pipsu, Well, no, it's, who, it's the reward is for, for who votes. It doesn't say who for who wins. Yeah. So that's confusing to me. They're not confusing. That could be, you know, confusing to some people. Because the event itself, the voting period, but I don't know if the results period, you, if you can still do the event there. Because that would be a long time for an event. Have, do they usually run them that long? Uh, usually uh, usually it seems two weeks. weeks. Yeah. It's usually only two weeks. This one is slightly longer. Um, I just hope that no one sees this and says, oh, I have till the 17th to do the event, and then actually, yeah. what if it only yeah. is till the 9th? So yeah. that's... I. Like now, the one on thing about it is, you know, it does go till, you know, it starts on Wednesday and goes through a Monday. But if you look at the Monday, it goes till, you know, if you think about what Chili mentioned about patch 5.2, that might be, you know, why they're That's going to that day. time. It yeah. might be yeah. patch day the next day. But you've got until then to do the Moogle times as well, where you can get this amazing outfit I'm wearing right now. <sighs> <laughs> I already look, had it, so I didn't exactly. have to buy it there. Look, look, look best glam. <laughs> look at me with my pimp cane. You, mean, you, you don't think that this little bacon bits pig head glam is better? Uh, <laughs> no. It, it looked like because I hit him. He was right in front of my face on the camera. Um, yeah, I, I'm watching the stream right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, it. Like I said, I, I definitely am excited about the the guy's um, chest piece. That's pretty dapper looking and i'll probably rock that glam for a while on on something so so yeah look forward to that all right so that basically takes care of most of the final fantasy news that i was able to find is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about oh my goodness i'm trying to think what we had we had a short episode this week because there just wasn't a whole yeah. lot i mean you can only how long can you talk about the changes to elegant tombstones i mean yeah. Welcome to every pat or every major. Yeah, patch. I mean that's why I didn't even mention this. Like, yeah. cause we we already know we're getting a new tombstone. We know that the the current uh, unlocked tombstone is going away, and we know that the uh, the, uh, the the other one is going to be replacing that. So the tombstones of Al Gore. Of Al Gore. <laughs> well, he <laughs> did invent the internet. Uh, it's a series of tubes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, look forward to the news we get on the live letter and uh, enjoy that uh, event coming up next week. But we're going to be diverting off of the Final Fantasy XIV path again, and we are going to continue our discussion on Final Fantasy mods. Uh, so last week, we talked about mods for three different Final Fantasy games. Final Fantasy VI, which was basically a whole redo of the game. Final Fantasy VII, there was a number of different mods available, and then in Final Fantasy VIII, there was a number of texture packs and uh, add-ons available. So let's jump right into Final Fantasy IX. Um, there is a, uh, a number of mods available for that game. Some of the biggest ones are available for the Steam release of Final Fantasy IX, and most of them involve HD backgrounds. Let's link that up to, the com to everybody. Oops, I might help if I actually click copy paste instead of just clicking on the link. 
That's what happens when you do it live, folks. Um, so basically what this mod does for Final Fantasy IX... No, I'm assuming both of you guys have played Final Fantasy IX. Uh, yeah, I think that was one of the very few I actually finished. That's the best Final Fantasy game. Actually, it is... I think it is my favorite as well. Um, it's actually, you know, I... the. Re it's how I got back into PlayStation. Um, I actually pre-ordered a PS2, and you know, because that came out at the same time. Because the fact that the PS2 could play PlayStation games, it was perfect yeah. for me. So, <laughs> don't worry, Chili. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, okay. Actually, no. Being you, re you redeemed the tombstones. We need to shout out to gather together our friend Yelta here and Rubicon Vale. All that. Um, gtffxiv.com Are you happy now? Yeah, I'm happy now. That was worth my 1,000 times. <laughs> I need to up the price on that just for you. <laughs> I only have 340 left, so. Oh, alright. Um, so, the, if you guys remember Final Fantasy IX out on the PlayStation, it was a very, very cute game. Uh, totally different style from what Final Fantasy VIII was. Um, Kind of went to more of the the fantasy look, um, kind of stylized characters, but very well done. Um, the backgrounds were, you know, for, at the time were good, um, but when they brought the game over to Steam, even when they tried to increase some of the uh, um, character models, the backgrounds were still really crap. Let's just put it that way. They they were kind of crappy. <laughs> Don't mince words. Um, they were crap. <laughs> so basically what this mod does, that um, they, they talk about, it, it replaces those uh, more pixelated backgrounds, and it, uh, it, it gives it a more higher res uh, version, so it, it, look, it doesn't break the uh, immersion of the storyline. Everything looks like it flows better together, and it just makes the whole experience look a lot nicer. Um, and it's something that... Uh, the thing I love about these mods is the community who uh, support them and uh, work with each other to get these to work. It, it's so nice to see, you know, people wanting to improve the quality of these games that they love so much. Um, either you guys worked with any of these mods before or, or done any modding on uh, different uh, PC release games? Nah, I've never modded a Final Fantasy game, I don't think. <laughs> Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I know Chili just got recently got a nice PC yeah. that can actually game with, but yeah. uh, I I use Reshade, I guess, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, uh, apart from that, no, not really. Oh, I have modded Kakarot on because it was capped at sixty frames. Okay. So I downloaded the mod to uncap it. Okay. So, which is it, it, it's nice, especially if you have a machine that can handle it. Um, yeah. To, to increase the FPS, it just makes it look that much smoother. Yeah. Um, oh, it's very jarring because it, the the cutscenes are uh, still capped because of the way it is. Yeah, because it's pre-rendered, yep. So I'm going from like 100 plus frames down to 30 frames, back to 100 plus frames. Ah. <laughs> so I might go back to being capped. Yeah. Uh, the nice thing about this other mod is it also allows you to play the game in widescreen properly. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um... Final Fantasy X and X-2, there is an Untitled Project X mod, they call it. Um, again, this is for the Steam version of the game. 
Uh, this one adds options to use English and Japanese audio. It adds a full screen mode, um, custom gamepad options, cutscene skipping. How dare you? Don't do that ever. <laughs> I mean, if it's your thousandth playthrough, I understand, but still. Um, texture enhancements and allows you to distribute AP to inactive party members. Now, that's actually something that's pretty neat. So, I mean, otherwise you had to switch them in as active characters, I believe, in order to update um, AP on them. But uh, let's see, some other things that adds in there, a soft reset mode, so you're not having to fully restart the game. Um, bypass the Intel GPUs, if you're playing like on a laptop or something. DPI scaling fixes. Um, and this is uh, something that they've been working on for quite a while, it looks like. They're on version, you know, from version 0.0.1, their initial release, and they're already up on 0.9.1. Um, they actually they put reshade in with it, it looks like. Yeah. So you can use reshade to really improve those graphics. 10, that was a game that I played a lot of on the PS2. And I thought it looked beautiful at the time. <laughs> I, 10 was another one I actually finished and 10 2, which is rare. <laughs> well, 10 2 was the better one, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was different. What can I do for you? What oh, can I do for you? You can shut up. That's what you can do for me. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I can't hear you. <laughs> <sighs> But no, this these mods actually work with both games because it's like I said for the uh, the Steam version, which is both games in one package. So the fact that you can you know make these changes on both of them, increase their uh, you know their quality, is really nice. Um, something I might look into if we can uh, get that. Uh, I need to get back and playing Final Fantasy X. And I know 10-2 is actually a stretch goal for us again for Extra Life. So, you know, throwing that out there, we are doing Extra Life again. Um, especially since PinionBot did actually mention it for us in the chat. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you, PinionBot. Nice. <laughs> um, we'll maybe talk about that a little bit before we uh, end the, 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 the show tonight. But, uh, yeah. I think that's a pretty neat looking uh, set of mods for 10-2. Um, now the next one we're going to talk about Final Fantasy Tactics. Either one of you guys play that? Nope. Never I tried, but I'm terrible at tactics games. Just I just die over and over again. I, don't, I I'm own missing it, something. <laughs> but I've, I, I own it because it's a, a collection thing. I wanted to get all the PlayStation versions of the Final Fantasy games. We didn't get one. Well, you can get it now. No, man, we didn't get the PlayStation version. You can't buy it at all. Well, we could buy a digital version of like, like of the, like the later releases, but there was no original release of Tactics in the UK. I mean, if you were to buy a copy of it, would it not play on your PlayStation? No, not on PS One. No. Oh, I suppose they they were fully region locked because yeah. you're pal over there. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. back then we had you play it now, right? Yeah. You can play on Steam or something like that but now. But digitally only. You can't actually play the physical yeah. edition. Unless you are to get a, a, a US PlayStation. Yeah. And then you chip the PS1. It was... Uh, region locking wasn't as bad back then because of the difference in TVs. Because 
American TVs were actually faster than European TVs. By, by just the tiniest, tiniest bit, wasn't it? Yeah, but those it was ten. It was like it affected the games. Yeah, I suppose. Like some, wasn't there a thing where the uh, the PS One Classic actually, you, or um, yeah, no, the PS the the, the little one. Yeah, the PS1 Classic had the 50 hertz options of the European rather than the 60 hertz of North America. Well, actually, they weren't even that. There was like 20, they were like 23 frame and 24 frame. Some yeah, but that's the difference between the 50 and 60. Oh, so. okay. But anyway, this tactics game uh, is a, it actually uh, um, it's a modification. It's called Final Fantasy Tactics Rebirth. Um, it's a modification for Final Fantasy Tactics, which features a rebalancing of almost everything in the game. In particular, classes, but also items, abilities, characters, random encounters, and storyline battles. Um, it features, a new graf uh, features new graphics and a complete overhaul of the speed system. Um, and it caters to an audience already familiar with Tactics, uh, those who wish some of the weaker classes were better balanced and want some new and interesting as well as refreshing encounters. So for those of you who have played Tactics and want to get a different feel on it in a similar vein what they had with the Final Fantasy VI um, mod that we talked about last episode, uh, this would be something maybe you can look into uh, adding in. So this one is... Uh, let's see, how does this work? Um, you download... That's the thing with mods. It, it requires a little bit of knowledge on how to like mm -hmm. replace files in some cases. Some of them will have installers that will automatically replace the files for you. But Such as, yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is uh, initially came out in 2010, and they recently um, made some updates on, on it in 2018. So where they patched it up and uh, got it ready for people to use again. Again, I didn't play... Oh my god, the best mod is coming up next. I'm looking at the documents. <sighs> can I mention this mod? Can I... Can I... <laughs> you want to talk about the dishonorable mention one that's no longer available? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh yes, for those that wanted this, but you can't have it now because it's gone. The dishonorable mention is the Final Fantasy X Meg Ryan laugh mod. <laughs> it completely improves everything. It makes everything better. So, so much better. This mod replaces all sound files, all audio, and all everything noise-related in Final Fantasy X with Meg Ryan's gray and terrible fake laughter. Unbelievably, the laughter is worse in Japanese, which he doesn't have a sound clip for. Prank your friends, ruin their lives, and look at Meg Ryan laughing. <laughs> that, I, I was looking forward to doing that last episode but uh it's kind of fun to be able to do it now but it would have been so much more fun to uh hear sarah's reaction to this <laughs> all right are you guys sick of that yet have you guys all tuned out yet no we got more people great yay it brings people in it's like a siren song <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, apparently that was a thing. I wonder why it's not available anymore. Be, uh, made the game unplayable? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, there's worse mods that surely 
I mean, can you imagine listening to uh, all of the uh, um, mu the battle music being just? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, <laughs> I, it would also make all the Seymour's lines much better. Would it be like? <laughs> I'd be like. <laughs> Oh my god, make it stop. <laughs> yeah, stop Meg Ryan, please. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Titus is in fact Meg Ryan. But that's what Chili this. calls Titus. Look, it's, it's a fact. Look Titus, up Meg Ryan Titus. and look up Titus. They're the same person. <laughs> well, you, you never see them in the same room together. This is true. All right. Um, so yeah, those are the ones we, we had to Shut talk up, about Meg. for that. But I'd also like to now, being we have... A couple of people who have played um, the, uh, you know, not only Final Fantasy 14 but also 11. Um, I want to talk about some of the uh, mods for the online games. So let's talk about the first mod that I ever used on a Final Fantasy or for Final Fantasy 11, Windower. Yeah. Windower <laughs> was one of those highly needed mods. Um, Never used it. It made the game completely unplayable, or without it, was pretty much completely unplayable for some people. Like, Windows would lose focus from the screen, just crash the game. Yeah, so it absolutely that would. Was it. So, I mean, if you were trying to, uh, you know, use um, a voice chat or something like that to work with your um, your link shell as you're running through Dynamis, you basically, if you were to switch, you know, to a different window, try and alt-tab out, yeah, you'll, you'll crash the game. And then good luck trying to get back in sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, Windower gave uh, the ability to um, play the game within a windowed mode. Um, also added uh, a bunch of other nice quality-of-life add-ins like spell timers. That was so nice, seeing the little timer on your uh, your spell blocks I, I never used any of the ad additional stuff i did i tried windower but my pc could apparently handle alt tabbing anyway so i don't mm. know how yeah i could alt tab on my no mine but not everybody could <laughs> mine would would act funny it would crash it not all the time the only time it would cr anytime i couldn't really lower it down was if like if i'm downloading something on, on the play online if i actually minimize play online it stopped the download that mm. sucked yeah but uh but yeah, so I'll, it, I'll go on the Internet Explorers and look at the U at the Googles because we didn't really have YouTube at the time. I'll go on the forums and read stuff. We, did, we didn't have Google then either. We had forums back then. No, we didn't have Google. Oh, yeah, true. I, would, I, I, had, I thought Google was in its infancy then. Oh, I never used it back then. I, yeah. I think I was on Ask Jeeves when I first... Yeah, Ask Jeeves. I was yeah, on Yahoo. Jeeves. But uh, I think you. Oh, I yeah, think I forgot about Yahoo's. But uh, yeah, it would. Um, but a lot of the things that that Windower brought were eventually added into the game, which is really nice. But it was funny because I I do remember hearing the horror stories of people who were caught using Windower. Some of them were banned. Oh yeah, because it would tie into the hook.dll file in order to uh, to yeah, to pull it in. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, theoretically, if when you're connecting into uh, running system files like that in a game, especially on an online game, um, it's it's potentially troublesome. Right, the um, wide scan bots, which would tell you where stuff were on your map. Oh yeah. I mean, 
Why wouldn't you just use your uh, Beastmaster for that, right? That's yeah, because well, you have to go back to your house and switch jobs. And... Well, you sub it. <laughs> if you're if you're NM hunting, you, yeah. you you put it as your sub, and then you you can at least get a half version of it. Um, apparently the, the window is still out there. Um, version four is the current version, and it allows multiple additional features like minimap overlay, um, better uh, distance marking, uh, d timers as well, new icons, and things like that. So it's um, it's still out there um, in in use by a lot of people, but uh, do be careful when you. I'm just going to preface this by saying be careful anytime you use a mod in an online game because technically it is against terms of service. Anytime you're tying into a, a, a file that is used by the game to run could be construed as, you know, misappropriation of it. Um, can well, not be just used... that, but it could also be true. Even if it does something, nothing like that does really, doesn't really do anything. If it's accessing the files that something that does do stuff, it can like lead a false flag. Yep, and it also which... it's not much different than actually changing the files, because that's yeah. what a lot of um, bots and uh, hackers will do is they will you know modify the files in a way to benefit them for like teleporting, for you know changing stats, for improving their chances at uh, treasure. That's why using you know modifying files in an online game is highly highly frowned upon so do the use these at your own risk we do not here at final at uh, phoenix on radio um endorse the use of mods for online role-playing games um with that being said there are also texture packs available <laughs> for uh, final fantasy 11 um this game has been out for a very long time and the graphics are a bit dated um, so these texture packs actually will update and clean up the skins and textures of monsters, uh, furniture, NPCs, summons. Um, and there's actually a long list that I found available. At there's a, some location areas as well, if I'm rightly. Yeah, it just cleans it up a little bit, makes them look a little bit more modern. Um, but you haven't seen FFXIAH.com in a while, Yelta, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I never really used that site, if I'm honest. Oh, you didn't? I used it quite no, frequently to try used, and check prices. I, well, I mainly used to use stuff like for dis, uh, for chatting. And really, my main thing was killing Ifrit. I would use Zam a lot. Zam was my go-to for looking stuff up, yeah. And, and for just like that daily front page see everybody's posts i used to watch that a lot and then uh oh quetzalcoatl we had our own website i don't remember what you were on quetzalcoatl mm -hmm. hmm. i was there after we merged with you <laughs> i was the guy I was done before the merges mm. so I yeah i wasn't that. a sure boy yeah i think that's where my character is now i'm not really sure yeah, my character oh, yeah, is the most popular server now yeah oh, i'm currently on behemoth i believe okay but yeah, I was on Midgard Stormer for a very, very long time, and then the server merges happened while I was on a break. And uh, yeah, so uh, for me, it was killing effort unless there was a patch. Then I'd go to uh, BG forums to read all the data mined information. Yeah, because we didn't get information like we do nowadays. 
We had no, to rely on There was no, like, patch notes that told you what was in the actual patch. It was just like, there's a patch line! Yeah, there was no live letter. There was no... There was nothing. We, we no, got nothing, nothing just, from... There was just like, you got, you downloaded files. You don't know what those files were or what they do or what was in them. Yeah, the only time you really knew about something like that was, like, when the... Uh, if a new expansion was coming out. They would announce that in advance. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, whenever there was a... a patch or something like that yeah we didn't really get much notification it was just oh god now it's taking me three hours to download this because it's got to go it's through 10 megs oh my god i've got to set aside an hour <laughs> hmm? the way that play online worked yeah it was terrible <laughs> i mean though it was Dial better up. it was <laughs> better than uh the original 14 patcher i think actually was elf dial up by the time i got 11 i think i was on not cable, but DSL? I don't even think we had DSL then. We were beta- I beta tested it on dial-up, but uh, we had switched over to high speed. Um, I still- that Final Fantasy 11, technically, even with the 7 remake come out, is probably my, hmm. the most expensive game I've ever bought. Yeah. Uh, because I imported it over from America because we had, we're going to wait a year in the UK for release. Because we never got we never got announcement of release date. It was just like it all came out in UK eventually. So I was excited for it so much that I paid to import it from America. But of course, I, you know, online stores really weren't a major thing back then. So mm -hmm. I went to a local store to pre-order it, uh, and he charged me two hundred pounds to pre to import the American version of Eleven on PC. Damn. Which at the time would have converted to four hundred dollars because <sighs> it was one pound to two dollars. That's nuts. <laughs> that so, guy yeah. made a killing. Oh, he did, yeah. Should've just gone to eBay. That was around then. Yeah. But yeah, not nowhere. Well, nowhere. I, did, I was. I didn't have a card back then, so mm. Mm. that would make a difference. And I couldn't help you at that point. I didn't know you. Huh. Um. So fourteen. 14 also has a lot, a lot of mods available. Um, yeah. You guys ever used any? Uh, never, don't ask. Actually, don't answer that. <laughs> I don't want to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> I've never used a Final Fantasy 14 mod. I don't have any interest in it. Okay. I mean, there's I one mod any... that's not against t uh, the terms of service, technically, that we'll be talking about. But uh, some of these other ones, um, like... And like I said, anything that replaces files is technically against the terms of service. Yeah. Um, with that being said, like I said, um, Nexus Mods actually has a long list of different Final Fantasy fourteen mods available where you can uh, um, increase the uh, the quality of hair, eyes. Um, there's one where you can even uh, swap out your eggies for actual summons. I'm not going to say I'm tempted, but <laughs> what? Um, some that changed your UI, uh, like a, a chat box uh, gray color changer. Uh, you can change the skins on uh, like uh, Celine. Um, there's a, I a, want a mod where I can move the chat box. You can move the chat box. No, you can't. Yeah, you can move the chat box. You can split it into multiple boxes. Mm-hmm. I've got I two chat boxes. Oh my god, you can. There we go. Yay. <laughs> you just gotta grab it. Just grab it. You can grab the other tabs, like the battle yeah. tab. You can grab it and yep. drag it somewhere else on your screen. 
Yep, I have it split into because two. Because there's always there's like, it's a little bit of a gap between the screen and the chat box. Yep, you can adjust it a little bit. You can't do it. You can't do it in the UI adjuster, but you can just on the normal screen. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a lot of different ones. Um, there is, of course, everybody's favorite. There's the nude mods. Yay. Um, um, those are definitely problematic, guys. Be very careful with those, especially if you're going to post, um, you know, p uh, pictures on social media. There have yeah, been gonna, people banned. If, you, if you're going to post any sort of visual mod, like either the new mod or different outfits or sexy outfits, remember to, A, Make sure that none of your character names or accounts of are linked to your privacy on your Twitter or social media you're posting on. Yep. Uh, and make sure you no names are on the pictures as well. Make sure you yeah using G post so you get rid of all the names. And then send it to me at mg underscore chili. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> like I said, all of these are against terms of service, especially if they change the files so i mean that's it's one step away from botting realistically or as far as how that works um the file changing and things like that they, well, they believe well. if you're changing files um it, like i said it could you could be changing it yeah. for your benefit in the game oh, yeah. so that's why it's against terms of service um some other ones that are used in final fantasy 14 that aren't necessarily um just for Final Fantasy XIV, probably the, one of the biggest well-known ones is going to be ACT, or Advanced Combat Tracker, also known yeah. as the Parser. Oh no, not the Parser. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> That's um, where we always just say count numbers really fast. Yep, or you, you bring out your DPS fairy. Deep, yeah. <clears throat> My DPS fairy is telling me all these beautiful numbers. Um, so basically, or not so beautiful numbers, is it maybe? Depending on what you're running, exactly. <laughs> There's a number of modules that you can actually add within ACT. It's basically a framework that you can use and uh, add multiple things to it. The b biggest use for it, of course, is to track damage, healing, um, crit percents, you know, things. Um, right, DPS, yeah. Fight information. Um, so you can see how well you or your party are performing in a particular instance. Um, now, the, the biggest reason that people are that this is uh, against the terms of service, there's two reasons. One, they don't want you shaming other people because of bad DPS. We don't, they don't want to use it as a harassment uh, um, point. So, so that's one reason why they don't like using parsers. And two, the way it interacts with the game, it's actually reading... Um, system data. You can set it up to read the memory. Yep. Yeah. And that is is like one step away from like changing, you know, memory things that can go out. So, it's very close to doing negative things. So because of that, it's it's against terms of service. But there's some really cool things that you can do with it. Like I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but there are actually add-ins you can use to uh, change RGB elements on your PC. Oh, that's cool. Like if you're in a <clears throat> if you're in a fight and uh, you know it'll it'll uh, change the color based on your damage dealt. Um, you can set it to change color based on the weather around you. 
Um, there's a lot of different things that it can read that it'll uh, update that way. Um, people also have used it to uh, do callouts in fights. Yep. Like if you're trying to uh, help people through a fight. I do remember um, people utilizing it for uh, Twintania. It would, to call stuff out. It would call out like the yeah. twisters and things like that. So it was like a audio reminder of to hey get the heck out of there. Yeah, start, start twisters running because twisters are a pain. <laughs> start running because otherwise you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> See that? Not that's so much. Anymore, as much as that's against the rules, that doesn't actually touch the file. No. That's uh, it, people actually write that work out how because every file is completely scripted. They all do it at the same times and mm -hmm. percentages. So people just write a, a, a call-out list, yep, now, basically. People are creating their own now. Yeah. And then some people, like I said, they're taking those written ones and they're actually scripting them within. Yeah. I mean, you can create them where they're not reading system memory files to get that information, but um, some of the add-ins, I believe, did utilize that. So those are the ones yeah, that were actually... Yeah, back in the day. Mm -hmm. So be careful on that. But like I said, again, totally against the Square Enix Terms of Service, so. Even if you're using it just for your personal use, don't use it. Don't use it. <laughs> yeah, don't use it. Use a DPS variant instead, just kidding. <laughs> just do, do well, see, last... my numbers. Just watch all the well, numbers, just... yeah. Well, I just never, never, ever use any information to, like, shame someone. And you no, can do absolutely. I mean, I, I think it's still harassment if you're, like, being a total bit jerk to but someone. What if you're friends? That's not, it's, it's not <laughs> harassing. I mean, it's, that's, like, friendly harassment is a little different. Yeah. But, like, you can really, like, with a new, a new person in a dungeon, with or without running a parser and tell someone they're garbage or whatever, it's just not worth it. Yeah, I mean, said, well, why be a jerk? But at like, the same time, people have made it so risky to even say something bad to people. Like, yeah, the terms I know about can be interpreted so widely now. It's I know about about two or three weeks ago. Yeah, when we had the patch with Blue Mage, I got to sixty like straight away, and I did one dungeon, and I had to stop to tell someone to get gear because we were doing. A, I felt I thought, oh shit, is he going to report me? I was yeah. thinking, oh god, he's passing. But it was because I looked at his equipment. Uh, he was in the level 60, you know, Somal dungeon. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was in full 40, like 50 gear. He was in full poetic still. Yeah, I've healed tanks that I I had to stop after they died and actually examine them yeah. and be like, you're not, you don't need a person to come up with that, but I wasn't a jerk about it either. I just said to you, please mind upgrading your gear once you leave this dungeon. Gear. Yeah, I mean... Talking about the new terms of service that, uh, I mean, we've had a discussion on this in, in previous episodes, but, I mean, there have been times when I've, you know, said to a, a tank, hey, you know, can you make sure to use your, your, your tank stance, you know, make sure to turn that on, because, I mean, if I hit an enemy and I start pulling hate away from it, you know, there's there's an issue there. Yeah. I mean, it was a problem when tank stances incre uh, decrease your damage. Yeah, but now it, there's because no, there's it, yeah. absolutely zero reason why you shouldn't yeah. have it on, especially in the dungeon. The, the only reason you would not have one on is if you were a second, like an off tank, and you had to switch yeah. it on and off. Yeah. That's so, it. There's the, no yeah. reason. And even then, now, for some dungeons, for some trials, you can just leave the tank stance on, even if you're a second tank, as long as you've given them enough hate. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, like I said, there's... Can always shirk if maybe. Sure. That's like the only provoke. thing I could even think of. Yeah. 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 There, there's still ways to do uh, a tank swaps, but yeah, being able to drop tank stance and then shirk, yeah, that's a good way to drop your hate, but... Yeah, I mean, this, like I said, this is a dungeon, and the fact that I, you know, I, I hit the enemy a couple times and was pulling hate, and it wasn't coming mm-hmm. off. That's the problem. It's like, so I'm saying, hey, can you please use tank stance? And it's like, now, oh, great, is he going to think that I'm harassing him now for asking him to uh, do a basic thing as a tank? But, you know, still, you, you, people need to take some constructive criticism. And so, but we also shouldn't have to worry about playing you know, and uh, and stepping on people's toes. Mm. But it's an online game. There's going to be lots of different people. They all react a little bit differently, so your mileage may vary. So yeah, but one mod that you can use that is not against terms of service, technically, Reshade. We talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, or Chili was mentioning it a little earlier. Uh, Reshade is post-processing. Um, yeah. It uh, it's video software developed um, to um, improve the quality of what you're seeing on your screen. Um, basically, it uh, it it adds new. Um, I've never used it, so I really can't explain it very well. But I've seen a lot of. Uh, People who do a lot of G-posing, a lot of screenshots, um, the, the glamour, um, um, people, the people who do a lot of the, the glamour uh, Twitter accounts and stuff like that, they use a lot of reshade in, in their stuff. Yeah, I use reshade all the time now. In fact, I play with reshade all I know, in, depending on your hardware, it can really uh, impact your graphic usage because yeah. it's very graphic intensive. Um, so unless yeah. you have a really pretty high-end machine it, it will you know potentially negatively impact if you're trying to play the game with reshade yeah. on but uh, it also depends on what um what shades you're using because mm-hmm. there are because, some that are more intense than others well though some that actually tr- uh, actually got the tagline gameplay so that they don't do too much like i i use johto studio um, too, because it's it doesn't hit your frames that much. It only takes about fifteen frames off me. Okay, well that would that would drop me uh, as we're sitting here right now to uh, right around a hundred. Yeah, which is still, I mean, a lot of FPS, and uh, would make for a very yeah. smooth um, gameplay experience, especially if you're you know running just on a sixty FPS monitor. But uh, yeah, you know, if you're running on a one of those high frame rate monitors, then that could be you know enough to kind of maybe jar you a little bit maybe but not really no yeah and then of course it depends on what you're using it for but yeah that's the one i prefer the johto stuff okay not just because it's pokemon sounding <laughs> so, oh, it's it's yeah. super effective huh critical yeah. <laughs> um have you ever used reshade? No. You haven't, Tom. I don't. I don't really mess with that mm. stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, there's, there's. I know there's a, a lot of people out there who utilize reshade, and uh, because it, it does improve, it, you can use it to uh, smooth. You know, because there's a few things out there that are still kind of jaggy. 
you get up close to it, you can see, you know, the, 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 the jagged edges. But, you know, reshade can be used to smooth those out a little bit. Can yeah. uh, change the depth of fields to give the entire scene a little bit more of a dramatic look. Um, you can use it to change the coloring a little bit. You know, we have similar things within G-Pose, which is, you know, I think that's why yeah. we got G-Pose. Yeah. Um, it's a G-Pose is a very light version of this, but Reshade just has so many things that can be changed, and it's it's usable in basically any game out there right now. So the best version PC. of Repose for for G-Pose for Valency though is um, G-Pose. That's the not G-Pose. What is it Reshade. Called? Uh, no, not Reshade. No, there's like a different version. It's basically an alternate version of um, Reshade, just uh, for Final Fantasy. Then a sweet FX yeah. is another one that sometimes gets used. I've heard of it. I think uh, I'll have to look because I've got in, I've moved yeah. it. So those are a few that I was able to find. Um, like I said, be careful on mods that you utilize within the online games. You can't say this you know strongly enough because most yeah. of these are against terms of service, and if you are caught using some of these things, especially in a negative way, um, you can very easily get um, banned um, or your account canceled. So do be careful. For the game, for the offline games, the single player games, mod the heck out of them. That's, you know, yeah. part, of, part of the reason, you know, p people do that is to improve their experience with mods to, uh, um, balance the games to add a different uh, element to it like the randomizer mods where it changes up you know the the way the game plays in a lot of ways um or the people who are utilizing like yeah the, g shade is what i use oh g shade okay is that is that the the uh, nvidia one no it's a separate one nvidia one is just built in okay but uh, if you got an nvidia if you got an nvidia card just uh, download geforce experience and then it's, I think it's like OF3 or something like that. Oh, is it? It's. Yeah, I don't want to mess with it while we're in the middle of the. <laughs> let let me do it now. Yeah. This is what looks like crash. Thanks, Chili. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear me cursing all the way over there, Chili. <laughs> Damn you! But, uh, yeah, so I mean, that those are a few. I mean, and there's a lot more mods out there in the community we've just talked we, we've just barely scratched the surface on mods if this is something you guys are interested in us oh wait chili died i pressed the go to sleep button by accident <laughs> speaking of he's just gone um if, if this is something you guys are interested in you know making a, another dive in to the uh the modding community of final fantasy oh, i mean we can definitely look I into it i found it i can do depth of field and colorblind oh, see, right? oh you do have it okay nice <laughs> yeah it was all after oh, it just changed it that was weird yeah like i said yeah, i'm not see it allows you to change stuff maybe we'll utilize it for upcoming podcasts so for those of you watching live or out on youtube you can maybe uh see some of that but uh, for right now we're just gonna play it safe and not push the sleep button <laughs> like chilling. Uh, look, if I don't get to sleep in real life, at least my laptop gets to. <sighs> <laughs> oh, by the way, 
for people who ask, yes, I do sleep. I get so many people to come in and say, Chili, how are you still awake? I'm like, I go to bed eventually. He is a vampire. He sleeps when the sun's out. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the sun is bad. But yeah. Which, which is why I don't get much sleep because I'm in England, so I know much sun. <laughs> he's not wrong. He's He's got to deal with vampires and werewolves over there. Yeah, and giant seagulls. Is that why you ran so far away? Oh my god. That was bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> I'm back. Yes, we Bro, see you back. Uh, yeah, and demonetized. <laughs> and my plan has been successful. It's a England. What's sun? That's a trap. All right. Yay! I think we've uh, determined the way to uh, create a shorter podcast, and that's to not have the people who talk all the time on. Oh, <laughs> am I too quiet? Maybe I should have had more wine. That'll get Yelta talking. But <laughs> That'll get me going. I, one thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit, and I mentioned it, you know, that we're doing Extra Life. This is going to be our fourth year doing Extra Life this year. And Yelta, have you guys ever done Extra Life? Uh, I have not. It? In fact, I think I think one time you asked me to do it with you, and then I think that weekend people usually do it is my birthday weekend. Oh, and so your birthday is at the beginning of Mar of uh, November? Yes, I'm November 3rd. So Ooh. half the time it's that weekend. So sometimes I can't yeah. go. But one of these years I'm just going to be like, I'm going to do Extra I would really love to. I think, and I know you can do it other weekends and stuff too, but mm -hmm. I'd I'd like to do it yeah. when everybody else is doing it. Absolutely, I so. understand that. So if, if if anybody has any plans, or maybe I could talk to Ruby, maybe we'll do something. We are going to do something. I just got I just got the uh, nudge the other day. I don't know if any of my listeners remember, but oh, when was it? We yeah. did that uh, Manfina Madness fundraiser. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah, I think they're doing that again this year. They are, yeah. and um, they I announced. I got an email about it. <laughs> they announced a new um, charity charity that they're doing it for this year, and yeah. uh, so th we haven't yet gotten the full details as to the when and the where yet. But uh, like I said, we are going to be doing it again. We're going to be sponsoring the Kugane Koban Crushers. Uh, Chile, are you guys going to be doing the seabirds again? Or the sea Probably. Chocobos? No, we were, we were we were see Chocobos for a second. Yeah, yeah, you were. Because I've been in talk with Dylan recently, so. Oh, you okay? So you might change up this year. Yeah, we might change up. And then, uh, uh, Yelta, you and Ruby were. Uh, oh. Uh, gosh, uh, why can't I remember? I can't think of it. I think that it was a. It was. Yeah, a it was Minfinia Madness. That's what was last year as well. Well, no. that that's the but it's a different. Uh, Charities all. No, Manfita yeah. Manf Manf Madness was the was the name of the overall tournament, Chili. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, what your was your it? team was the, the Alamigo. Or yeah, 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 that's right. You were Alamigo. Yeah, that's right. And I remember Pete and Navi were the uh, um, the Garlemald team. Yeah. And the principal <laughs> were uh, Ishgard because they had to give uh, good Ishgard Istinian facts or whatever it was. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. That was the best. Um, yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's part of the reason why they raised up so much money because people wanted to make him uh, suffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, that's going to be coming up probably in the next few months. So listen in for that. But uh, speaking of Extra Life, one thing I was thinking about, Yelta, was mm -hmm. a way to use our meetup in March to maybe raise some funds for our Extra Life oh. this year. 
okay. Like, if we were to do something where if we hit so many um, bullseyes or something, we would donate. Oh, yeah. You know, do like, we could come up with something. Like, do, like, 5 or $10 for bullseyes. <laughs> I was also thinking about doing some live streaming of that. It's just some real basic stuff, you know, from my phone or something. So, yeah. so people online can uh, see us hurling axes and just having a good old time with each other. Yeah, but, I think that sounds like fun. If you if you guys out there would be interested in uh, in hearing about or in maybe doing some fundraising with that, let us know if you think that's a cool idea. So, so we would like to uh, try and hit our goal of $1,000 again this year. We did it in the past. I know we can do it again. Um, and this year we are supporting the Gillette uh, Children's Specialty Healthcare in St. Paul. So it's... Uh, we're going back to the local hospital this year. Maybe this year I'll promote the fact that I did one last year. Yay. <laughs> and maybe try I it I paid again. the money and never promoted it. I, I promoted, promoted it more than you did. <laughs> yeah. Because I promoted you and Kane that you were doing Extra Life. Yeah. And, uh, and then I promoted Shields, I Tank, Phoenix Down Radio, but never my own. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, Oh, and Mocha Jones as well. I promote Mocha Jones a lot as well. Yeah, I want to try and get uh, the Final Fantasy creators back together again. Because I remember the first year we did that, we had a whole bunch of us as a, a, a group doing it together. Yeah. And we, we got some uh, prizes from SE and things like that. But the last couple of years, it really didn't uh, pan out in the same way. So, Well, was... last year, Maelstrom Radio was taking a break. So um, Shields, I Tank were busy with other things. It was just like... I also remember Motion Radio is now a um, general podcast from just Final Fantasy. So, surprised they kept the the naming though. Uh, branding. Was, yeah. Though, like you know, yeah. when when uh, LBR switched over to a or created their general gaming, they they had a whole new branding. But well, that's different. They got bought by a company. Well, no, they you, couldn't before, use it beforehand because they 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 were LBR for their Final Fantasy podcast. And then they were actually yeah. uh, um, uh, final, cast, final, right? final encounter cast was yeah, their, uh, cast. their general gaming stuff. And then, th- th- then when they were bought, then they had to. They were, they were che- to checkpoint. Well, they were checkpoint radio, and then they were bought, and they switched to checkpoint XP. Yeah. Go check them out. Twitch or TV says checkpoint XP. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but yeah, they, that's why they can't do the the LBR thing anymore. Yeah, and then you've got Kooky and Saroscopic who now do their own podcast as well. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of... I, I, I really want to get something like that together. It's uh, and uh, they, they do RNG and T, which is why I wanted to say it's the best name. RNG and T. Sorry, it's a great name. <laughs> RNG and T. It's so British. I love it. Okay. <laughs> or maybe what? we should... <laughs> I, was just, I, I don't know, guys. <laughs> It, it maybe have to be British. I'm I'm kidding, Chili. I'm kidding. I don't mind. <laughs> Look, I'm getting to plug all these people before before the end of the show, so it's great. Yeah, I, I, that's, <laughs> yeah that's perfectly fine. We're we're like I said, we're we're before we're we're fully in the content lull right now. The and there's we're we're bef- <laughs> just <ain't> kidding. <laughs> bef- we're before the live letter, so there's not a lot. To- I need two weeks to go. Yeah, we'll be talking about it in two weeks, so look forward to that. Um, anything else that you guys really want to talk about before we uh, wrap this up? I got nothing. I mean, maybe one of the things I should mention, you know, with FanFest, depending on when it is, I would also like to, you know, maybe not do something on, on the size 
level of what uh, LBR did for an after party, but I would like to do something with the other creators. Okay. You know, see if somebody is able to get something put together where we can get, you know, get us, you at uh, Gather Together, get uh, She Heals I Tank, Maelstrom Radio, uh, Etherite Radio, you know, get the other content creators together, <coughs> do a party. Oh, cost. Well, of course, Moogle go around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, get everybody together and um, just have a big old get together with uh, all of our fans. That'd be cool. Though I don't know how all of that works. Would we actually have to rent out space for something that big, or would yes, we be able to just meet up to, and and just gather there? Well, if you, it depends on what you want to do. I'd say booking somewhere would be best especially if you want to go to eat somewhere you're gonna to have to book in advance That's yeah, it's not gonna, you're not gonna be able to turn up with what 20 something people and be like give us a table or more depending on how right. many people are i will get one table just sit yes. around it tiny. Just, we'll just be three deep on laps exactly <laughs> well like, yeah someone says lalafell size and i know lap. i can sell someone's lap <laughs> but yeah if you guys think that's a cool idea make sure to you know mention that and maybe um mention some other creators and see get the idea out there and see what we can uh, accomplish but will chili sleep in the closet this fan fest we'll find out next fan fest the answer is yes yes whether he wants to or not he'll sleep in the closet. for anyone who doesn't know i stayed with the motion radio group at the uh, airbnb last fan fest uh, because it was last minute, and all the rooms they had were taken. I ended up sleeping in the closet during the event. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. a little air mattress in the closet. Oh, wow. At least it wasn't directly on the floor. So, I mean, it could have been a lot well, worse. It, it, it was because the air mattress had a hole in it. So, <laughs> Oof, I usually get a suite and we're like... Okay, if someone can't make it back to their room or gets bumped, I'm like, we can probably hang on to like a person or two. They had a lot of people packed into that Airbnb, though. Yeah, we had wow. about, well, I think it 12, 12 people. Which made it very cheap per person, but. $100 uh, each. I mean, you can't beat that. You definitely no. can't beat that. No. Oh, I, w I don't mind. I, it, I'm only on the floor for a few hours. It's fine. I mean, hell, like <laughs> I said, when, when we went, I think I, I only slept in my bed one night. Or no, t two nights, technically. The first night and the last night. I didn't sleep on uh, Friday night. So, yeah, I mean, you're not in the hotel very often. So... All right. Well, I guess if if there's nothing else you guys want to talk about, then that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, if you liked what you heard, make sure to uh, like, subscribe, or follow us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, or whatever your preferred podcatcher is. And if possible, leave us a rating or review. Um, if you really dig the show, you can consider subscribing to us here at twitch.tv slash phoenixdownradio. Um, or you can become a patron out on patreon.com slash Radio, like our amazing friend Rory Fenrir. Any proceeds we get for that goes towards growing the show. They cover hosting costs and allow us to do some giveaways and some fun stuff. 
Um, but whatever you do, any type of support, whether it's likes, emails, retweets, follows, um, all of that is greatly appreciated. We love interacting with you guys. You guys make uh, doing this so much fun. If you want to uh, get in touch with us, you can email us at podcast at phoenixstarradio.com. If you want to check out our backlog of episodes, you can go to our website, phoenixstarradio.com. Or you can uh, check out our group out on facebook.com slash group slash phoenixdownradio. So because we have a couple of guests, I want to make sure you guys get your shout outs in. So because Chili does it really fast, we'll start with you. Uh, okay, well, I want to take slow on one of them because it's a pretty big one. Uh, but for that, I want to shout to Phoenix Star Radio. She has a tech master radio. Let's gather together. Check, check them out right now. Go to GTTTFA. Anyway, I want to shout to Master Radio because they've got Justin Moore from Rainbow Arcade on this week. Rainbow Arcade is a big Twitch group for the... You can never say the LBTQ+. Okay. Community. So they'll be doing a discussion this this Sunday tomorrow on January twenty sixth. Um, it's very it's an important show, so I would love people to turn up for that. So go check that out at twitch.tv slash Maelstrom Radio. Yeah, uh, they've been raising they raise money for you know, LB LGBTQ plus. They raise money for those normally. Uh, but right now, of course, they're raising money for the um, Astro- um, the Australian fires. So, please. And there's quite a few streamers that I watched on it, like Ken. Um, uh, Curiel as well, and Misoso. They're all on, on that stream team, so. So, yeah. I mean, Minnesota Nice is a good stream team also, so. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's, it's a local group of people that I've uh, had a chance to meet a few of them, but... Um... No, I mean, if you can find a good group of people to work with, I mean, definitely uh, it's it's helpful. And a shout out to Yelta. It's nice to chat with you again. It's been too long. And Klaus, Aww. of course. <laughs> and and how can people find you? By going checking out Phoenix Down Radio at phoenixdownradio.com. How can people really find you? By going to follow Phoenix Down underscore Klaus. <laughs> <laughs> Now you can find me at MGR underscore Chili. Also streaming on Twitch.tv. I'm radio. So go check out our Catwatch streams right now. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Did anybody understand any oh a word he said? Oh my god! I think I think I heard. I like talking to Yelta, so I'll I'll eat that up. Yes. Yeah, I like that part. <laughs> that was my favorite part. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Yelta, oh, do you have god. any shoutouts? I don't have anything exciting to shout out this week. Happiness sounds. I mean, there's got to be something you want to talk about, like some podcast that you're a part of. Oh, or... I suppose I could shout myself out. I don't have anyone else to shout out this week, but uh, uh, if people are interested in listening to a podcast where uh, two people have a couple drinks and then just cover the news and what they did this week, uh, go and check out uh, www.gtffxiv.com. And we're on Twitter at gtffxiv. And there's an email address, but you don't care about that. <laughs> Go to Twitter. That's where you can find us. Twitter seems to be the easiest thing for the social mm-hmm. medias, doesn't it? Yeah, it's pretty simple. I like it. Yeah, it scared me when Square Enix followed me on Twitter recently. <laughs> You're like, dun, what have I dun, done? Dun. Yeah, Square Enix North America followed you. Like, mm-hmm. Yay! You've either made it big or you're in trouble. 
Can it be both? I mean, technically, it probably could be. <laughs> yeah, depending on what you know, what you made it big for. Maybe, maybe you made it big because you're in trouble. And but always, how how can people get a hold of you, Yelta? Oh, people can find me specifically. Go to Twitter at Yelta Sumasu. Y e l t a s u m a s u. All right. Again, thank you both for joining me on short notice. I really oh, do yeah. appreciate it. Um. <laughs> And uh, like I said, otherwise it'd be a very, very boring show tonight with just me rambling on. And I don't think anybody wants that. I mean, because if they wanted that, just watch a regular Phoenix on radio stream midweek and then see me just ramble on about stupid stuff. Because, well, it's what I do. So uh, I want to shout you guys both out, Yelta and uh, Chili, again, for being amazing people and, and uh, filling in this week. Um had a great time talking with you, even though, you know, maybe you didn't know a ton about the uh, subject matter for the week, but, uh, you know, it's nice to get some opinions of people who maybe aren't as knowledgeable about it because then we get some new viewpoints on it. So yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) Um, if you want to, uh, follow me out on Twitter, you can follow me at phxdn underscore K L A U S S. Um, like I said, if you are in, if you're in the Minnesota area or going to be in Minnesota on, uh, March 7th, uh, get a hold of me on Twitter, um, or email podcast and let me know if you're interested in joining us for a little bit of ax throwing and maybe some potential fundraising for extra life. We'll have to see. So for my co-hosts, uh, Yelta Sumasu and for Chili, I am Klaus Nightbringer wishing everybody a wonderful evening. Thank you again for joining us tonight. Take care. Phoenix Down Radio is a production of PhoenixDownRadio.com and Illusion Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. In-game content for Phoenix Down Radio is a copyright of Square Enix. Open to music for Phoenix Down Radio is provided by Guilty Gear Rocky. Check out the Metal Chocobo theme cover and many other music videos at YouTube.com slash Guilty Gear Rocky. Closing music for this episode is provided by GuitarWanker90. Please check out their full version of Matoya's Cave and other rock video game covers at YouTube.com slash GuitarWanker90. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of Phoenix Down Radio and its hosts and do not reflect the views of Square Enix.